This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. With cartels having complete operational control of our border, charging three to five thousand dollars a day to come across the border, and little girls getting put into the sex trafficking trade, I think that tells us a lot about where the priorities are of this committee. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. You go, Chip. You go, Chip Roy. News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Uh, this is our dumb little show. The phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. I, you know, I've been loving what Greg Abbott is doing. I've been loving what Greg Abbott was doing yesterday. Greg Abbott be doing a lot of things that are pissing people off, and I I like that kind of behavior. Oh, right. First off, uh, uh, apparently the L.A. County Commission uh, has voted that because of our pesky uh, uh, transgender uh, laws about, uh, you know, uh, female sports and stuff like that, and also our draconian abortion laws, that the L.A. County Commission is not going to let any workers from L.A. County travel to Texas and Florida. Moving right along, like like we give a do, do you, how childish, man. Isn't that like unfriending somebody on you know what I mean? From our perspective, ooh, they're not going to let any any federal any government workers from LA County travel to Texas. Oh god, oh the loss. How shall we freaking survive, you know? That that has about as much effect I think on on Texans and certainly Greg Abbott. That, like, when somebody on Facebook says, oh, if you voted for Trump, well, then unfriend me now, you know. Okay, I unfriend you, you know. I mean, who gives a crap, man? Who gives a crap? We don't want your freaking people here anyway, dude. So, Greg Abbott, uh, uh, being about the business of pissing off liberals across the country in concert with Ron DeSantis, uh, you know, he, he has to deal with all these mayors of these border towns and these towns are being overrun. I mean, these towns are being overrun. Federal government fills up a busload of folks, several busloads, and they drop them off at the local Valero uh, at any given uh, border town, and they just leave them there and drive off. Sometimes upwards of a thousand a day. They want to start dropping them off here in San Antonio. Uh, because, uh, and, and you know, that that's Ron kissing Castro ass right there is what that. Chris, don't you believe that's Nuremberg kissing Castro ass? Well, look, I'm letting him drop off migrants in San Antonio. You guys still like me? Please say you like me. And Abbott actually mentioned San Antonio by name yesterday. He said, well, you know what, instead of... Uh, uh, just dropping them off in San Antonio. Let's keep the journey going. Let's drive them all the way to D.C. Let's drop them off right there in front of the Capitol. I think that's an excellent idea. I mean, I want to know what you think. Is that That's a great freaking idea, isn't it? Look, I grew up in that part of the world 
and the, especially the the elitist pukes uh, of of the D.C. area, Chevy Chase, also Northern Virginia, and most most of these pieces of crap they they vacation, they spend their summers in Delaware and Ocean City. They are they are horrible human beings, and and they have no real world sense of illegal immigration. They have no real world sense of illegal immigration. They they really don't. It's not their problem. Chris, do you hear that noise in the background while I'm talking? Yes, that's Jarvis. Oh, uh, I received some Jarvis. I received some crap from Amazon yesterday, and so did my wife, because we both have a problem ordering crap on Amazon. Cats like boxes. And Jarvis likes the box. So that's Jarvis playing. This is is real-world radio, man. You can hear my freaking cat playing in the box over there. Jar-jar. And Jarvis, his name is Jarvis. And I can't do anything about it because it's right over there until I get off the air, until I uh, go to commercial break. So, you know, that that's that sound you hear in the background, my cat playing in a box. Um, yeah, they don't have a real-world sense of, of illegal immigration in, in D.C., in that part of the world. They just don't. It's another one of those policies that they themselves don't have to suffer. You know what I mean? They can promote it. and It's like gun gun violence and and their fancy schmancy uh ideas concerning the second amendment and and owning a gun it's not something they have to really suffer if if they were to start really taking away your guns not that they have the right to do it but let's just say for argument's sake they could do it they themselves wouldn't have to worry about that either because they're surrounded by security pack and heat you know so i think we ought to take some busloads of of migrants of dreamers, let's dump the dreamers right there on at, at Capitol Hill. Because see, here's the thingy, okay? The people who run this country, first off, to say that they don't like you, well, you already kind of know that, right? I mean, you're little people, you're 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 rubes, you're 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 so. Why consider you about anything? They really do think that way of the American people. Why consider you in regards to anything? You're so stupid. You're uneducated. You're not nuanced. You smell bad. You know what? Harry Reid. Remember Harry Reid? Remember that lizard Harry Reid? Years ago, they were going to bring uh, build a visitor center at the Capitol uh, where people could come and, you know, I guess get a history of the Capitol and, and be in the Capitol, but they're going to have a visitor center where they could go. And Harry Reid was against it. Do you remember why Harry Reid was against it? Because he and the other uh, Congress pukes uh, had to had to walk through there. Apparently where they were planning to build it, they had to walk through there. And they thought that was awful because tourists come in, and Harry Reid said this, and, you know, they've been out in the hot sun all day and they smell bad. That's true. You can look that crap up on Google. The American people smell bad when they've been out in the heat too long, the, the D.C. summer heat, and we don't want to be near them. How do you think those same people are going to react when you start dumping migrants, sweaty-ass, disease-addled, drug-infested migrants uh, right there in the streets of D.C. outside the Capitol? Chris, you've been there. You know how narrow the streets are around the Capitol. 
and how really kind of congested it is. You dump a thousand migrants in that neighborhood every single freaking day. Oh, it would be performance art. Oh my God! Suddenly they're staring illegal immigration right in the face, man. Nancy Pelosi would wet her freaking diaper if she had to lay eyes on some dude with a tattoo on his neck standing three feet away from her. No, that's not the line for the Smithsonian. That's not the line for the Smithsonian, Nancy. That's the line for you. They're looking for some water and some grub and some phones. You can hear, can't you hear Nancy on the, on, the, on, the, on the phone, like on the horn of security? Uh, there, there's a gentleman here... Uh, uh, and he has, uh, I don't know, some artwork on his face, and uh, he just won't go away, and he smells really bad. C- could you and the other Capitol Police boys get down here real quick? But Nancy, he's a dreamer. He's more American than actual Americans. You wanted him here. Here he is. He looks like a Democrat, so I don't want to call it an insurrection. He looks like a Democrat, so I want to say anything too mean, but I'm really afraid. He's got some kind of number on his neck. <laughs> He's a dreamer, Nancy. You put him up, man. Well, you, well, yeah, why don't you, yeah, Chip, uh, not Chip Roy, Cory Booker, man. Take some of these migrants in. Put him up, man. Y'all got space in your mansions. Put him up. Let him have the summer place in St. Michael's, man. Go ahead. <laughs> and that's what's so funny. You know they wouldn't, right? You know that if Nancy Pelosi, if any of these freaking yahoos that can't shut up about our American values and open borders and all, if they actually had to confront the very people they're discussing and look them in the eye, oh my God. You want to talk about some frightened individuals, man. You want to talk about some freaked out Caucasians. Why do you think AOC did her little crying act a few years ago outside of an empty parking lot? Because she doesn't want to be around actual migrants. They're scary. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, young man. What was your name? Don't worry about my name. I want to sleep in your garage. i like some ice cream, Nancy. Can I have some ice cream? I can fix your garbage disposal. What's that? I can fix your... <laughs> what's, what's that? You know, those people would be terrified of the so-called dreamers, man. Because when you live in Nancy Pelosi's world, when you live in AOC's world, man, I'm sorry, nobody smelly or dirty gets through, okay? You're only dealing with, with nice, clean, wealthy, influential people, uh, uh, exceptional people. Was that the word that AOC used a few uh, a few months ago? Uh, or who? it was Jen Psaki talking about Obama's wedding, right? They're only they're they're used to only dealing with exceptional, well clean people who use lots of conditioner. Sophisticated, that's the word. They're used to sophisticated people. You know what I mean? You know, if if someone like that, if someone who who's used to sophisticated people, suddenly had to deal with Carlos, whose day job is chopping people up with a chainsaw. Uh, uh, in Sinaloa, you know, they, they, their attitude, I think, towards the dreamers would change real quick. You know what I mean? Do you have any gasoline? My chainsaw. No gas. 
21059. That's so terrible, but it's true. It's so true. Y'all put up some migrants in D.C., man. Let's see how well that goes. 210-599-5555. Holy crap. You know, a homeless dude walks in front of Nancy Pelosi's place and nine SUVs show up. 210-599 with guys with guns. Move away from the front gate. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. This is Jamie Markley, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. 924 on a damn Thursday. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. A lot of people have been asking me how my haircut went yesterday because that's interesting. It went fine. I had a good time, man. It was really, I'm going to go back to this place, and I'm just going to throw it out real quick. It's Diesel Barbershop. Where I went, I'm doing like a dish. Like, you know, this is like, you know, instead of like places you've gone and gotten your your hair follicles taken care of. And so I went to this place, Diesel. I want to say hi to Dolores, who uh, who cut my hair and trimmed my beard. And Chris, it was so fancy. Don Morgan, it was, they put hot towels. They put hot towels. She put hot towels on my face. Put hot towels on my face. She put the slippery crap on the back of my neck and shaved my neck. Oh, no, it was so luxury. Let me what? ask you this: Was was the hot towel a way to kind of, you know, loosen up your skin, or was she trying to suffocate you? I could have been one or the other. I don't know because she was actually washing my hair at the time, so I'm not sure what yeah. the what the towels had to do with my face. Right. She'd already trimmed my beard, so she might have been trying to suffocate me. Yeah, I'm a little concerned. But uh, it, you know, it, the hot, the, and then at the very end, they pull out this 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 electric hand massager thingy. Mm-hmm. And they run that over your shoulders. Oh, man. It was kind of embarrassing because I'm an older dude now, and, and you're running an electric vibrating thing <laughs> over my shoulder blades. And I'm like, oh, uh, 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 how badly uh, it's going to hurt the next day. Uh, uh, you know, I'm making all these noises. It's kind of embarrassing. I think she was creeped out a little. I gave her a twenty dollar tip. It's okay, but uh, but I, I guess I look wow. pretty cool. I look my wife. Bucks. Is, uh, I gave her a twenty dollar tip. I wow. did. I I tip big, man. If I if I dig what you're doing, I tip big, man. Oh, thanks. Because I work in a restaurant. <laughs> What's that? Yeah. What'd you say? I said thanks. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? Well, he oh, was. Gotta... Where's his tip? Well, I don't, I don't have any cash on me right now, Chris. Can you, can you wait till Tuesday? Of next Which week? year? See how you are. <laughs> but I, uh, but no, it was great. But I was making no- old man noises, and that was a little embarrassing. I actually started to nod off at one point mm-hmm. when she was trimming my beard. But overall, but it was a positive experience. It was an, ex- for you. It was an exemplary experience because you were scared well. yesterday morning at this time. You were talking about it. And you were. I was nervous. Nervous. About well, I, I get weirded out when people touch my head, but I, but I was fine. She put me at ease, and and I and almost too at ease because I just I was groaning, I was making weird noises. Oh, oh. she's shaving my neck, and I'm like, oh, oh, ah, oh, oh, ah. <laughs> so thanks, Dolores. Anyway, 
And just like a creeper, I had to ask at the very end, so how often should I come back, you know, to, to have this maintained? <laughs> when can I see you again? How long when was the lockdown? When, when can I do? When can you do that again? It's like, well, it tends to be on how long your beard, how, to, how fast your beard grows. Am I good a month? <laughs> yeah, in a month would be good. Okay, I'll see you in a month. I'm going to go write it on my calendar. In the mean, Rima goes home and starts rubbing Rogaine all over his face. <laughs> I'll be back tomorrow. Grow, grow, grow. Yeah, I'll be back like, you know, next two, next week. It just grew. I don't know what happened. Hi, Dolores. I might be part and werewolf <laughs> or something. I'm not sure. Do you have that vibrating thingy? Um. <laughs> oh, ah, oh, oh. Like all the other people were looking at me. <laughs> the other dudes in the chairs and the other beauticians are all looking at me because i'm like ah oh oh he whoa. anyway 210-599-5555 well, we're, we're glad you survived your i look hair, i look great haircut. yeah and my wife likes it my wife thinks it looks good so that's cool she finds me attractive again which is always a good thing when you're dealing with your spouse um 210 <laughs> I'm just saying you kind of want them to think you're attractive. Well, and even the cats want to hang out with you now. Or even Pepper, the cats are Pepper out with likes me. you now. Pepper was sitting on my lap last night. I don't know why. Pepper has never wants anything to do with me. And last night she laid on my belly for about 40 minutes. Were you making weird noises? I was. I was sitting there describing to my wife how the haircut went. I'm like, and then I went, ooh, ah. And then, you know, the cat jumped up on my, on my, on my belly. This is my life. Two one zero five nine nine. Look at me trying to get out of this. Why you guys embarrass me? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Oh, yeah. oh, right there. Um, be gentle. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Do you have we'll a safe word? Give us a safe word. What's your safe word, Lord? <laughs> Too bad you quit smoking. <laughs> right afterwards, just sit there. We're like, oh God, that was good. But I owe you. Anyway, 2105. Look at me trying to get out of it desperately. <laughs> God, I need a nap and a sandwich now. <laughs> <laughs> Was it good for you, too? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm calling security. Security, this is Dolores. Um, anyway, 210. Five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on Newstalk five fifty KTSA. Newstalk five fifty KTSA FM one zero seven one. I'm Sean. Hi, how are you? And uh, the phone lines are open two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Oh God, I'll be glad when Jen Saki goes to MSNBC. Don't you think she's kind of? Don't you think Jen Saki's going to MSNBC? Which is cool. She'll be happier there. Everybody will be freaking happier with Jen Psaki on MSNBC rather than in the uh, the, the uh, presidential press box there. The White House press corps as the White House press secretary. Because I think we've all had our fill of, of that chick, haven't we? But don't you kind of think, uh, and you can, I mean, if, if you agree or disagree, 210-599-5555. Don't you think she's doing that really just to get away from Peter Ducey? I'm I I've, I've often said you know for year for a, you know a couple the past year or whatever since uh, she took over, and since Biden's been in office, 
that she just wants to stab Peter Ducey in the forehead. You could see it in her eye, man. I know I joked once about maybe they were having a secret affair because sometimes, you know, people who hate each other's, people who appear to hate each other's guts are really like checking into a hotel at night, you know, and, and messing around. I don't think that's actually going on. I think she truly despises Peter Bo- Peter Ducey. I think she's going to MSNBC just to get the hell away from him. Uh, because she gets on MSNBC and she can spew whatever crapola she wants to spew, whatever BS, whatever lies, whatever sack of crap she wishes to untie and dump on the ground and dump on the uh, American people. She can do it on MSNBC, and no one's going to question her. Well, you know right? how all, all these other networks, they all they, mostly they talk about Tucker Carlson. It's bashing Tucker Carlson. Maybe she wants a show for her own so she can bash Ducey. She could bash, yeah. Once she gets, well, you're right. Once she gets on MSNBC, she could bash, she could bash Ducey all day long. I hated him. Uh, you know. Uh, meanwhile, Deuce will just take on whoever's next. I wish, but I wish he a- would ask her just once. Can you provide an example of you actually answering a question? <laughs> Maybe in her final days, he will. Jen, do you have any uh, examples of you actually answering a question? You know, we're not even, I don't even bother with or without the truth, but you actually answering a direct question. Do you have any examples of that? Well, Peter, uh, people answer direct questions every day uh, in in, uh, the Biden administration. Yesterday's exchange was interesting because, uh, you know, they're giving out, well, you and I are paying for these freaking phones that we're giving uh, uh, to all the migrants who, uh, who get across the board. They're getting phones now. Because according to Jen Psaki, you know, this way we can keep in touch with them telephonically. In other words, you know, when, when they come over and they get a bunch of free stuff, they get some money. I think they get some food, some clothing, all of which, again, you and I pay for. And they get a phone now. And the idea is that they'll keep in touch with the authorities because every single one of them has to attend a hearing, has to voluntary, voluntarily attend a hearing, right, with with, uh, uh, with immigration folks. That's the whole dealio. Okay, we're going to give you this phone. Need you to check in with us every now and again and find out when your court date is, when your hearing date is. Why don't we just save right. them the trip and ship them the phone and say, hey, we'll call you when you get a hearing. Just call you and then you can make your way out then. And so Deuce asked the obvious question which I think we all see hanging in the air there. Well, Jen, what makes you think they're going to keep the phones? Don't you think they might just ditch the phones, right, to avoid immigration? To I mean, it kind of makes sense to me, right? If you're coming here illegally and you don't want to, you know, you don't want to deal with immigration, you just want to get into the country, man, doesn't that sort of make sense that you would get rid of the phone? Duh. And he brought that up to Jen Psaki. What was her response? Well, Steve, do you have any evidence of people throwing away the phones? So, you know, I mean, she's just, you know, and I'm not bagging on women here by saying this, but haven't you ever had, like, a really annoying ex-girlfriend who was, who was Jen Psaki? Don't we all have a Jen Psaki in our lives at some point, you know what I mean? That kind of eventually got us to the... By their example, we ended up with the people we should have ended up with in the first place, you know what I mean? But we had to do our Jen Psaki time, right, with that ex-girlfriend that was like that. 
Ooh. Ooh. So, uh, baby, uh, what do you want for dinner tonight? Well, you know, there's lots of men out there who are taking their girlfriends to very expensive restaurants. Okay, so I guess we're going to a very expensive restaurant. So, you know, I mean, haven't you ever had somebody? Have, Chris, do you have a Jen Psaki in your background? Don Morgan, don't, don't, don't we all have a Jen Psaki at some point who just everything is that kind of a response? You know what I mean? No, really, what do you want for dinner tonight? Well, I don't know. I, 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 I thought maybe you would think about that. If you knew me, you would know. If you knew me, you'd know what we want. You Peter, know, if you really knew me. Now that I've thought about it, um, I, I can't help but think that perhaps I was off in the Jen Psaki in every relationship I was in. <laughs> oh. <laughs> really? Oh, thank God for Georgia. Oh, my God. Oh, I don't pull that with her. Are you kidding me? Come on. Well, no, no. I, I'm. Oh, oh, did you say you were the Jensaki? Yeah, I'm the Jensaki. Oh my God, man, dude. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeesh. I don't like to answer questions. (laughs) Don, what do you want for dinner tonight? Well, you know, we're gonna circle back around to that a little later on. We'll circle back around to that. Can you provide any examples of me ever telling you what I want for dinner? <laughs> I just give the standard answer. Whatever you want, baby. Yeah. Whatever you want. We we did have a, a slight schism. Oh, I got to take a break. Let me. I'll tell you about this, the dinner schism we had. Why is it so difficult for people in relationships just to come up with what they want to eat for dinner? Why, why is that always? It's always the dinner thing. Breakfast, lunch, not a big deal. But dinner is always such a hard thing to accomplish. Why is that? We'll explore that a little bit in, in a minute here. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. Newstalk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. All right, we're back. Newstalk 550 KTSA. All right, so it's Monday night. And uh, and and my wife's back was hurting. She didn't feel very well. I just gotten out of the hospital the day before, so I didn't feel well. So we didn't feel like making anything. Nobody wanted to make dinner. Premise of this segment, and if I run out of time, I'll carry it over. Is that why is it that couples always have a hard time figuring out the dinner thing? Why is that so freaking difficult? And so I'm like saying to my wife, I'm like, well, baby, we'll just order something. Let's just get something delivered, baby. Let's get something delivered that no nobody has to go anywhere. And so my wife's like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. And, uh, and I said, what do you want, baby? Of course, you have to go through the, the initial dance of, well, I don't know, what do you want? Well, no, baby, what do you want? No, I don't I want whatever you want. So we went back and forth. Finally, she's like, I want wings. Let's get some wings delivered. I'm like, wings, that's great. So let's get some wings. So, you know, we've all kind of, we've settled, settled on the plan. It's going to be wings, ordering wings. Going to get wings delivered, right? Well, you know, uh, I don't know, maybe about five minutes after the wing discussion, and this is maybe where I screwed up. I was like, well, I don't really want wings. I, You know what? Everybody wants wings, but I want some damn pizza. And And the thing is, guys, in my house, I'm the only one that likes Papa John's. Nobody likes Papa John's. They all are Domino's and Pizza Hut people. So I never get Papa John's. Because nobody wants it, so I never order it. So in my mind, I'm thinking, well, you know what? Since they all want wings, 
Well, I'm gonna get me a Papa John's pizza. I said, baby, baby, I'm just, you know what, baby? I, I, I don't know if I feel like we. I'm just gonna get me a small Papa John's pizza delivered. Is that? I'm just gonna get a Papa John's pizza. And then you know what she did? She did the one thing that just. You want pizza? I'm like, what? Well, no, I'm, I'm just saying, baby. Since y'all get wings, y'all want wings. I'm gonna get a Papa John's pizza since I never get Papa John's because we we're gonna get Domino's. I'm like Domino's, baby. Why are we getting Domino's? We're getting Domino's because you want pizza. They have wings. I'm like, no, baby, baby. I, I, I don't. It's not that I don't. Baby, I, I was gonna be getting wings. I was gonna get. No, no, no. It's okay. We're getting Domino's. Baby, you getting Domino's kind of like d- d- does away with my ability to get Papa John's because I want a Papa John's, but because y'all's gonna get wings. No, no, no. It's okay. It's okay. No, I, I like Domino's. It's okay. We'll get Domino's. They have wings. Round and round and round we went. Round and round. Old Sean re- rode the guilt train for a few uh, laps around the park. I was right about the. the I was right because I knew she wanted the Chris, Don. I knew she wanted the freaking wings, and she wanted the wings from Wingstop. She didn't want Domino's wings. She wanted the wings from Wingstop. I knew it. Damn it, I knew it. Well, if you're gonna get wings, get the right ones. Well, my finally, you know, I was about ready to capitulate. I won't get pizza. <laughs> I'll just get Wingstop wings. It's okay. I like them too. No, and no, then my daughter interceded. No, it is what I was. I was getting ready to. And then my daughter interceded. interceded. There was an intercession, and she goes, "Just you get your wings, and Sean gets his pizza, okay? Case closed." And then she walked out, and that was it. Wow, just like that. Just like that. A, my daughter can lay down the law every now and again. Career as a mediator, ridiculous. Well, yeah, because it was like you know, my wife, in a sense, was trying to psychologically guilt me into just you know, mm-hmm. not ordering the Papa John's pizza. And she kept arguing that my son likes Papa John's, and he comes out and says, "No, I don't like Papa John's." I'm like, "Baby, I'm the only one who likes Papa John." <laughs> well, I got my Papa John's anyway. All right, two one zero five nine nine. No, not are getting Domino's. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. The president from the beginning um, has felt strongly uh, that the Justice Department and the, the Attorney General must operate independently, and any decisions about prosecution need to be made independently. And that is the strength of our system, even as the former guy ignored that and pre- former President Nixon ignored it as well. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Oh, God, the former guy. What a bunch of crap. News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hour number two of the show, and the phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. Uh, if you have any thoughts uh, as to Governor Abbott, uh, planning to ship migrants dropped off in Texas to D.C. after uh, Title 42 uh, goes away. Uh, let, me, let me know what you think. I think it's a great idea. But we have to, let's, let's spend a little time here on the culture wars here. And, I, I man, I, I'm, I'm the gender thing, the tranny thing, I am so sick of it. I am I am trannied out. I just I really am, man. I've I've reached a critical mass on the whole pronoun thing and uh, worrying about transgendered rights and you, 
We have another story. This is uh, this involves a Washington Post columnist, Kate Sosen. Kate Sosen was featured in a segment produced by MSNBC. And there's a larger meaning to this story beyond just sort of the nuts and bolts of the actual story. So there's, there's you know, just let me know. Uh, or, or just uh, hang with me here. Uh, so MSNBC does this segment on women uh, being harassed online. That's the, that's what it's about. And so they interview two women who happen to be in media. One is this Sosin chick who is a uh, who is a columnist. Uh, and they interview a, another uh, woman, uh, columnist Taylor Lorenz. Oh, I'm sorry. Kate Sosin is an actual news reporter. Taylor Lorenz is a columnist with the Washington Post. And they interview them for this televised segment, which does air. And at the bottom of the screen, it says, Online attacks, one in three women... Under 35, experience online harassment. This is MSNBC. Well, Kate Sosin doesn't identify as a woman. She identifies as, I guess, non-binary or something. Uh, Her preferred pronouns are they and them. And she feels MSNBC misgendered her in their segment. They misgendered her by lumping her in with all women with the words at the bottom of the screen. Not because they called her something in the interview. Because they, her and this other chick do all the talking. But because on the TV screen it said one in three women under 35 experience online harassment. That was an act of misgendering. Because 19th News reporter Kate Sosen does not identify as a woman. She says, I really did not want to get into this, but I don't know what to do. It's been five days since MSNBC published this piece on gender-based harassment facing journalists and misgendered me. They won't fix it. They won't fix it. The other person uh, in the interview, columnist Amanda, or uh, no, this is actually a journalist, Amanda Williams, uh, who said, this is beyond unacceptable. She tweeted uh, in capital letters, fix it. Author Stephen Thrasher tweeted, this isn't difficult. You ask people to trust you in talking about gender-based violence. You better report on their gender properly. Change the headline, issue a correction, and apologize. Wow. Now, why is this an interesting story? Because it really isn't. I mean, the nuts and bolts of it, who cares? You know what, Miss Sosen? I don't give a crap what your pronouns are. I don't give a crap what anybody's pronouns are. I, I don't care. Your freaking pronouns are not my freaking responsibility. Your self-worth and your self-identity is not my job, man. It simply is not. One lifetime is all I can handle. In one lifetime, it's all I can do to figure out my own crap, right? 
this idea that somehow society is mystically supposed to know what how everybody wants to be addressed. And if you screw that up, somehow you're causing them harm or injury is a bunch of crap, man. I think you know what you can do with your pronouns. But, you know, the larger story here is that this is MSNBC. This is this is the flagship of liberal pukeism in this country. You know, CNN's really liberal. MSNBC is liberalism on crack cocaine. And they're getting taken to task. They've misgendered somebody. I've been saying this for a while, that you know what? When it comes to this woke crap, and it is a bunch of crap, you know what? Everybody's got a target on their forehead. Everybody does. You cannot out-liberal the woke thing. Okay, it's going to come for you at some point. At some point, you're going to do something wrong. You're going to screw up. You're going to misgender somebody. Or you're not going to toe the line properly or use the proper words in regards to something. And you know what? It doesn't freaking matter even if you're MSNBC. Because this agenda is a snake eating its own tail, man. And they coming for you as well at some point. This is MSNBC being called out. And that's funny to me. Uh, 21005. It really kind of is. It's it's absurd. 210, they misgendered me by claiming all women. You know, all women. I'm not a woman. Nope. I don't you you I'm sure you got the the woman giblets, but man, you you are some kind of an alien creature. And let me ask you this, and this is going to be even more offensive. Two, first off, what do you think about it? Two, do you do you think about you know misgendering people? Are you are you respectful of other people's pronouns in this brave new world? Or like me, do you think it's a bunch of crap and who cares? Because whenever I hear a misgendered story about someone who who feels they've suffered an injury. Because somebody referred to them uh, as the wrong gender or with the wrong pronoun, my immediate response is, "Who gives a blank what your what your freaking what, what you what you think or what you care about or what matter? Who gives a crap about your freaking pronouns?" Man up, man up, man. There are people who are not going to freaking eat today on planet Earth, and you've suffered some kind of freaking injury because somebody misgendered you oh poor you i just don't care anymore cancel my ass i I don't care i really don't but i i was looking at a picture of this chick and this is that maybe uh don and chris can help me out with this this is i'm a little perplexed because uh i you know this this may be offensive to some people but they have a fair amount of lesbians on the Food Network. I'm just saying that on the Food Network, if you watch the Food Network on a regular basis, like I do, you know, we got some uh, serious lesbian action on the on the Food Network. And I, I got no problem with that. I got no problem with lesbians. Unless they, you know, crawl up into my uh, into my business, jump all into my Kool-Aid over their damn pronoun. I, I don't care. Live how, Live the way that makes you happy. Just leave me out of it, man. But there's one thing I've noticed about the lesbians of today, which I find somewhat perplexing, and that the lesbians of today tend to, they, they I mean, they've always been kind of masculine, right? I mean, uh, I'm not, you know, this is not shocking. Like, they've always been somewhat masculine. But today, Chris, 
Have you noticed that, like, lesbians, like, they really, really try to look like dudes? You know what I mean? Like, like I guess there's a transgender factor in there, and that you got a lot of lesbians who are trying to live like men, and they, they, they actively try to look like men. This chick I was just talking about in the story looks like a cat. Looks She looks like that dude from Mad Men, right? She wears a suit and a tie. she got horn-rimmed glasses. And here's where my confusion sets in, and maybe somebody can clear it up for me. 210-599-5555, or maybe Don or Chris can clear it up for me. If, if you're a lesbian, right, you're attracted to other women, right? You're a woman who's attracted to other women. Well, then why are lesbians attracted to women who try to look like men? Wouldn't they be more attracted to women who try to look like women? I, does that make sense to you? Because if you're attracted to a woman who looks like a man, why don't you just hang out with a dude? You know, why, why, why go through all that confusion? Why don't you just hook up with a dude, man, if you want a woman that looks like a dude? Maybe it's not just, just maybe it's not just based on appearance for them. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I know right? what you're saying. You're, I totally you're a woman, I know, you're attracted I know what you're to other women. But a lot of them now look like men, so why not just go out with a man? I'm not advocating. I got no dog in the fight here. Or dog in the race. I'm sorry about the usage of the word dog and I'm talking about lesbians. I'm just saying the lesbians on the food network tend to look like dudes. There I said it. I put it out there. Don Morgan, it's Beat Bobby Flay Day, so I'll be watching Beat Bobby Flay all day. And I guarantee you there's going to be a couple of man-like, man-looking, you know, male-looking lesbians on the shows, on some of the shows today. Right. And I'm cool with that. Okay. I just don't understand why a lesbian would want a woman that looks like a man, because wouldn't you like a woman who looks like a woman? That's all. That's all I'm saying. I do not understand all the mysteries of life. I don't claim to. Well, you know, maybe, maybe they, you know, it's like being with a man without all that man attitude. <laughs> well, it's it's being with a man without something that is normally, you know, indicative of a man. <laughs> there is something not, missing. Yeah, come on, man. Well, I'm, well, come on, man. It ain't there if it's a woman. Well, I'm just—I'm not digging a hole here. I'm just saying, <laughs> if you're a lesbian and you're attracted to women, why would you want? Uh, why would you—you—you you, you want a woman with all the girl parts, I guess, that still looks like a man? Because mm-hmm. somewhere, in, somewhere along the line, you're digging the dudes, man. That's all I'm saying. Well, you know, maybe okay, they want. You know, it, it, it's like, like I said, it's like being with a man. Without the whole attitude thing, you know, someone who could actually, well, you know, someone who could actually, someone who could actually dance and will cry at Hallmark movies with you. I sometimes cry at Hallmark movies, but I've seen you dance. dance. See, there you go. And they'll do it without a tone. Yeah, there and that. There you go. That's what I'm talking about, right? Chris, was that a tone? Yeah, taking a tone with. Why are you yelling at me, Chris? Why are you being ugly? Okay, uh, two one zero. Speaking of tones, uh, word just came out: Nancy Pelosi has tested positive for COVID nineteen. Oh, has she? Yeah. She was supposed to oh, do a she, press conference. Her Thursday she press wore conference her today. Mask. <laughs> right? Then we got word she canceled the press conference, which, you know, created a gigantic hole in my schedule. And <laughs> I, I'm at a loss. I don't yeah. know. I'm going to finish the show. And then, uh, I don't know. It was, uh, she's got COVID. It was a dual breathalyzer COVID test. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> failed both. <laughs> they pulled her over there <laughs> in Georgetown. And, uh, and they did a COVID and roadside test. And apparently, you know, she hadn't had enough vodka yet at that point to take right. her to jail. But perhaps she apparently is COVID. It's, uh, COVID it started as one test and ended up being another. Interestingly enough, she caught it in a Chinese restaurant. Um, two one zero. Oh, she did. <laughs> Don't you remember that? Come to Chinatown, eat some Chinese food. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk five fifty KTSA and FM one zero seven one. Talk five fifty. KTSA FM 1071. Oh, my, I, I got to tell you what just happened. It's, it's not funny. It's My wife is on her lunch break. She works at home, and she just picked herself a little plate of chicken nuggets, Chris, a little plate of chicken nuggets with some ranch dipping sauce. And Jar Jar just ran across her lunch, man, just ran, just full throttle, just ran across her lunch, scattered the nuggets everywhere. Little footy prints with ranch dipping sauce all over the floor. My wife is not a, is not happy. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Hunter Biden. Uh, well, people are calling for a grand jury to look at or a special counsel to look into uh, what President Biden uh, knew about his son's business dealings with China and other entities. Uh, you know, because they, they now admit they have, they don't, the FBI has lost the laptop, which boy, that really nothing odd or shady there, huh? Nothing shady about losing the FBI, the federal Bureau of investigation, losing the biggest piece of evidence against Hunter Biden and, and his connection with his old man and, uh, possibly making money and peddling influence. They lose, they just lost it. Nobody knows where it is. Oops. Wow. My bad. But you know, here here's the issue with with Hunter Biden because he, he the Hunter the Bidens are they're high dollar trash is what they are. If you have ever spent any serious time in Delaware like I have, and I've spent uh, uh, you know way too much time in Delaware to be honest with you, the place it sucks. Delaware is one of the most depressing states on the freaking planet, man. Unless you're at the beach. And Bidens are high, they're, they're high dollar trash. They really are. I mean, if you had little kids, you wouldn't let them play over the Bidens place. They're shady as the do- day is long. They're racists. They're old school Sussex County, Delaware racists. They are. It, it is, there is nothing shocking about the fact that uh, throughout his entire career in public service, that Biden has not only enriched himself, but he's enriched members of his family including his crack-smoking son and his corrupt brother. And you know what? Nothing's ever going to happen to any of them. Nothing's going to happen to Hunter Biden. Nothing's going to happen to James Biden. Certainly nothing's going to happen to the big guy because they're of the swamp. They're swamp dwellers. Look, people keep asking, well, you know, we need proof that uh, Biden knew something about his son's business dealings. We already have it. He he confessed on camera to withholding aid to Ukraine unless they dropped a criminal investigation against his son. 
Did he do that in a vacuum? He just decided to do that without any knowledge of why they were looking at his son's business dealings. They, they had no, he had no interest in knowing why that was. Well, the hell he didn't. He already knew what that was about because he was involved. And nothing's going to happen. <laughs> nothing's, I mean, I'm just preparing you. Okay, Hunter Biden, you and I are paying for a, a, a nice, expensive uh, semi-mansion for the Secret Service to live in in Malibu next to Hunter Biden to protect his crack-smoking ass. Nothing's going to happen to that guy. And it sucks. I'm just being realistic. What do you think? Two, I mean, he should be. He should go to jail. Biden should be ran out of office. Biden ought to be run out of public life forever because of this stuff, and it ain't going to happen. Because the swamp protects its own, man. Obama might give you the the might might diss you at a at a gathering, you know. Uh, but ultimately, the swamp creatures protect the swamp creatures for the most part. And they need Biden to remain, uh, you know, spotless. They need Biden uh, to uh, not be uh, brought down by the shenanigans of his son. And uh, so that's what's going to happen. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. And we're back. Newstalk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean, and uh, whatever's on your brain, give us a call, 210-599-5555, A couple things. Well, first off, uh, Meghan Markle, I think, is one of the most. I think Meghan Markle and Jada Pinkett Smith are two of the worst. They're horrible human beings, aren't they? They're just horrible human beings. I- I've come to that conclusion. Uh, Meghan Markle, who apparently wanted to be, you know, royal her whole stinking life. Her whole stinking life, she wanted to be a princess. Chris, she wanted to be a princess. And so she got a talons into, uh, into freaking, uh, Prince freaking Harry, that ginger. That simple-minded ginger. And she's ruining his whole stinking life. But now she's got everything she wants, right? She's royal. She's a princess. She's a celebrity again, you know, and she I guess she's going to go back into acting and stuff. But Meghan Markle has her own podcast. Does it, everybody? She's got her own stinking podcast, and her stinking podcast is called Archetypes. And so Meghan Markle wants to own the rights to the word archetype. She wants to own it. She has lawyers now putting out patent petitions copyrights she wants to own the word art you cannot own a word in other words if and legally it's not going to happen for but if 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 this actually went through every time a schmuck like me would mention the word archetype on the radio we'd have to pay her money i want to own the word archetype now you know i mean she's just is she not veruca salt all the way man yeesh and uh, and I've just decided that uh, Jada Pickett-Smith is, is horrible. I, I watched that interview finally where she she and Will are interviewing each other. And she's talking about messing around on him, man. And Will's just sitting there taking it. 
I'm not excusing him for hitting Chris Rock. But, man, I think she's the Antichrist. What is it with chicks like that, man? They just want to ruin your freaking life. Here's, let's go to Steve on line one. Steve, how you doing? Hey, Sean, I'm doing well. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. That uh, Smith family, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith and Will and their boy, they are all whacked out. I mean, Hollywood is a cesspool that will whack you out, and it's got <laughs> its talents deep into the Smith family. I was calling about uh, Katanji Brown, a Supreme Court nominee. I wanted to. Oh, I yeah. want to say that this is a woman who cares nothing, not one iota, for the Constitution of the United States of America. And anyone who votes to confirm her, Republican or Democrat, cares nothing. They are revealing themselves to care absolutely nothing about the Constitution of this country. And and I'm looking forward to seeing the vote. I'm sure she's going to get confirmed. But Republican or Democrat, if they vote for her, you will. they will reveal themselves as someone who cares absolutely nothing about that Constitution, this country, and all of her people. Well, I mean, I'd agree with you to a certain extent because she isn't – I mean, we're not shocked by her, right? I mean, she's she is the, exactly the kind of justice or judge we knew that this rabble would put up. Right, I mean, she marks all the boxes. She's she's an activist. She's uh, a far leftist. She's pro CRT. Uh, plus, you know, hey, she's a black woman, and uh, Biden said he was going to appoint a black woman. Doesn't matter what her qualifications are. I was never shocked by her being the nominee. She she is exactly what I figured they would they would put up. Um, she 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 doesn't care about law and order. She no, I, I don't think about she the does. Constitution. The people who vote for her don't care about law and order. They don't care about the Constitution. They care about agenda and ideology and checking all the boxes. But I'm I'm going to tell you right now, if she gets on this court for the first time in history, for the first time in history, there will be discord on that court, and that discord will be made public. She is being sent up there to disrupt the court and to and to create chaos. On that court and that chaos, there, there may have been disagreements in the past, little ones here and there, and, and, and right. but this time you it's going to be You think she's more extreme made... than Kagan and Sotomayor, and you think she's worse than I, them? I think she's way more than that. I think she is being sent there to poke, uh, 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 oh, God, I, I, I can't remember her name right now, the last one on the Supreme Court. Oh, Amy Coney, Coney Barrett, right. And the, and the one before that, she's there to poke the conservative. If you just show one little iota of being conservative on any any topic, any conversation, she's going to come at you the way the Democrats come at the Republicans and expect them to just take it. And I don't believe they will. And that is going to create argument loud, not disagreements, right. but arguments. And those those arguments will be made public by her and her her. Well, we'll see. I mean, I, I and I appreciate the call. See, I mean, one thing with her, and 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 not her herself, but other people have already said this is that you know, well, if you disagree with her, it's because you're a racist. If you don't want her appointed, it's because you're a racist and you hate women. I mean, I think she's going to have that on her side more uh, than the other liberal justices. But um, 
you know, uh, is she going to rule from an activist position? Well, absolutely she is. What did we expect? Again, what did we expect? Uh, I'm not shocked that she's pro-CRT. I'm not shocked by any of this. Look at this rabble. Look at what they're doing. And I say rabble because Biden obviously isn't the president. He's the guy they uh, they, they shove out front. But uh, wh- whoever the gang is that's actually running this country, of course they're going to put up like somebody like this chick. And, of course, Republicans are going to wimp out and vote to appoint her because they don't want to be accused of being a woman-hating racist. Uh, 210-599-5555. Here's Ron. Ron, how you doing? Good morning, Brother Sean. Good to hear from you again. Oh, oh I'm, good. I'm doing good, man. Thanks for thanks for asking. What are you thinking? As uh, usual, exactly what you're thinking. In this case, I'm hoping that your thinking is absolutely wrong, wrong, wrong. <laughs> but I understand the nature. No, don't get me wrong, though. I'm with you, uh, but I'm still hoping you're wrong about Hunter. I, you know, the usual and customary swamp um Behavior is, yes, protect their own, and they seem to be protected by, well, excuse me, they almost seem to be protected by Satan himself, the way they get away with so much. It's so I, obvious. I agree. It's like, <laughs> Actually, I yeah. agree, absolutely. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, isn't there the shop owner that had copies of the hard drive of the, uh, I understand there's two actual lap- laptops. There's the one with the, the first one. I understand that's the one that was. There's copies of the hard drive with the FBI and the shop owner himself said he took the initiative to. Um, I, I seem to remember he did say he'd made copies of, of the hard drive. Yeah. Because what so he saw this, was so shocking. Exactly. And this just hope that this surfaces. But like you said, the usual and customary um, procedure is to um, clean it up. And, um, Make it go yeah. away. <laughs> well, I mean, I and I, I unfortunately, I don't know. I mean, to, to what extent do you think the Hunter Biden story is a, now? Before I ask this question, actually, my opinion is that the Hunter Biden story and the corruption of the Biden family in general should bother every single American, no matter what party affiliation you have. Every American, yes, should absolutely. be concerned and disturbed by how these bunch of folks have have operated in public service. Every single one of us should be upset. But do you think this is a top-of-mind story for folks? Do you think people are, are in general, are all that concerned? Because I don't think they are. I think they're more concerned about what they're paying for gas. and, and you know. They, it, well, we know he's yeah. corrupt. We know he's a crackhead. Well, sure. But I think, that, I think that's where their interest wanes, yeah. Yeah, they're concerned with what the media tells them to be concerned with, and unfortunately, uh, the you know the the, the the alphabet networks and the cables are pretty much dictating people's uh, uh, beliefs. If you know, if you um, watch it long enough, you're going to believe it, and it's just unfortunate that uh, we've all got them in the family. They're they're so absolute that the uh, the left is absolutely correct, and it's uh, but we know there's enough of us. I think Sean. To sway the future, and it's going to get a, it's going to get a. I agree. Worse, well, I, I, I think the, I think the midterms are going to be a real big indication of that. There you uh, go. It'll be the tsunami. List. I, I believe hope so. It. Yes, sir. I got to run, man. Thanks for the call, brother. I really appreciate. it. We're going to take a little break. Hey, this is Scott Robbins, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSa and FM 1071. Stay connected. Yeah, and we're back. Yeah, and we're back. Marky Ben Camp and Robbins coming up next.
great show, man. It's a great show. I, I, in fact, what I do when I get off the air at 11 o'clock, I used to hit the liquor store, but now I hit the Sonic and I get me a sweet tea. Chris, I love them sweet teas over there, over there at Sonic, man. I roll down the road, I get me a, a sweet tea from Sonic. And I listen to the uh, to the opening of uh, Marky Van Camp and Robin. So I listen for about an hour and hear what they're talking about, man. It's just a good show. Just three dudes talking smack about the news. Uh, the phone lines are open to find a few moments of the show. So 210-599-5555. Yeah, and as far as Hunter Biden, I, let me just add this. And I, I maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm not. I don't know. I, I think... You know, people who follow the news, like you know, there, there's there's the morons, the moron crowd, and who are largely Democrats. Who you know, if it's on MSNB, puke or ABC or CNN, you know, they just or, or if it's coming straight from Jen Psaki at the uh, with the administration, they swallow it hook, line, and sinker. They don't question. These are morons. These are stupid people. So if, if somebody tells them, if the right person tells them that this law in Florida is an anti-gay, is a don't-say-gay law, they don't read the freaking thing, they just run with it, man. Why? Because they're stupid. They're morons. And then there are people who intentionally uh, mislead because they're not morons, they're just they're, they're shady and uh, they know that you can pretty much put out anything you want to and uh, as long as you're a Democrat, and the morons will accept it. And then you have folks like me, well, like you, more like you. I do this for a living, but more like you, uh, who you're not a talk show host or commentator, but just in your life, you're concerned about the future of this country. You're concerned about the direction things are headed, and so you follow the news and you do your own research and you know what's going on. By virtue of the fact that you're listening to talk radio means that you are more aware of current events than most people are. And I just wonder, we're, we, you and I are disturbed by the Hunter Biden story. I'm not shocked by it. Like I said before, you know, I used to live in Delaware. I actually started talk radio, the talk radio chapter of my career in freaking Delaware. In a cornfield, thank you very much. And so I was covering Joe Biden back then, uh, years, a hundred years ago, and uh, you know, I, I, I've, we've in Delaware, we've been, uh, you know, aware, well aware of his corruption for a long, and his capacity for lying for a long time. It's not a shock. They're, they're, a, they're a scummy bunch of people. The Bidens are shady. They are shady. You know that, and I know that. But when you're paying, you know, over five dollars for a gallon of gas. And the economy's going south, and you're seeing uh, a thousand people being dropped off. Uh, uh, you know these towns along the border being overrun. You know that it's coming our way here in San Antonio, and uh, we we have a lot of issues facing the nation right now that are very personal. I, I always say that people get serious about stuff when it hits them in the wallet, or it hits them in their in their health, in their medical reality. Uh, so I, I just wonder to what extent are people concerned about the Hunter Biden story? Even Republicans, even, uh, you know, libertarians or folks who uh, tend to lean conservative. Is it a story? Uh, we all know he's corrupt as, as crap, but are, is it a story that are, is concerning people? Do people? In other words, do people wake up in the morning thinking about Hunter Biden? I'm sorry, I don't think they do.
I think people are concerned about other things, by and large. Uh, and unfortunately, that's probably one of the reasons why a guy like Hunter Biden is going to go scot-free. Biden himself is never going to be held accountable for for peddling influence, uh, whether as a vice president or now as a president. Again, what does he know about his son's business dealings? He freaking admitted to it on camera when it came to withholding aid or the investiga- if the investigation against his son wasn't dropped. The sad thing is, though, I think they're all going to get away with it. God knows Hillary Clinton is, is, is guilty of all kinds of stuff, man, the Clintons in general. And they, they just, scot-free, man, they just skate on by. That's the swamp. Can you smell the methane of the gurgling of the swamp? You know, uh, I, I just don't think anything's going to happen to them or to them uh, in regards to this. And it's sad because, again, and I'm including myself in this, the Hunter Biden story should disturb every American. And yet it does not. Uh, that's going to be it for me. Again, Mark B. Van Camp and Robbins coming up next. I'm going to go get my sweet tea. And I'll be back tomorrow. Tomorrow is Friday. Hallelujah. Uh, if you want to buy any of my stupid books, they're on Amazon. All my stuff's on Amazon now. So you can just look up Sean Rima Books. Sean Rima Books on Amazon. All the stuff comes up there. Thank you, Chris. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, Mr. Don Morgan, and my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Uh, and don't be a jerk. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.